Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, May 28th, 2021. Republicans successfully filibuster and defeat the creation of an independent, bipartisan January 6th commission. We'll discuss that, plus former President Trump hitting back hard at former House Speaker Paul Ryan. And finally, Vice President Harris makes history once again as the first woman ever to deliver a commencement address for the U.S. Naval Academy. It had been clear for the last couple of weeks that Mitch McConnell wanted to ensure that this bipartisan, independent commission looking into the January 6th insurrection and attack on American democracy did not get created. At the end of the day, the vote that will be recorded in history was 54 yeas to 35 nays. Now, 54, that means a significant majority of United States senators voted on this procedural motion to move ahead to debate and eventually to final passage of this January 6th commission. But because the Senate requires 60 votes to begin a debate, the Republicans successfully filibustered this independent investigation aimed at protecting our democracy from ever such an attack again. Six Republicans joined with the Democrats in this vote. They needed 10. The six, Mitt Romney of Utah, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska, Susan Collins of Maine, Bill Cassidy of Louisiana, and Ben Sass of Nebraska, all five of them, you'll recall, also voted to convict President Trump of inciting an insurrection at his second impeachment trial. They also picked up Rob Portman of Ohio. That got them to six. Two of the Senate Republicans who voted to impeach Trump back in the winter They didn't vote today. Richard Burr of North Carolina, who said he was opposed to this January 6th commission, and Pat Toomey, who was on the fence, Republican of Pennsylvania, who's retiring, he didn't vote on this. So it's not clear that there was ever a path to getting 10 Republicans once Mitch McConnell started lobbying against this bill. Even John Cornyn and John Thune and other Republican senators have indicated, as Mitch McConnell has, this was all about politics. They thought this was a political loser for Republicans for the next year and a half if a commission had been created and that it was going to be a political boon for the Democrats. And that reasoning, the pure politics of it, that's what ticked off Senator Lisa Murkowski, Republican of Alaska. To be making a decision for the short-term political gain at the expense of, of understanding and acknowledging what was in front of us on January 6th. I think we need to to, to look at that critically. Is that really what this is about? Is everything is just one election cycle after another? After the senators cast their votes today on this all-important moment in American democracy, this is what Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said on the Senate floor to put it in its proper context for history. Shame on the Republican Party for trying to sweep the horrors of that day under the rug because they're afraid of Donald Trump. This vote has made it official. Donald Trump's big lie has now fully enveloped the Republican Party. So where does that leave us? It leaves us with a Republican Party still more committed to Donald Trump's desires than the betterment of the whole of American democracy. 
Now, here's what else matters today. Yesterday on the podcast, we talked about the former House Speaker Paul Ryan and what he planned to say at the Reagan Presidential Library out in California, talking about what the Republican Party should stand for and trying to steer the party away from Trumpism. Here's a little of what he actually had to say last night. Even for our good showing in the House, 2020 left Republicans powerless in Washington. Even worse, it was horrifying to see a presidency come to such a dishonorable and disgraceful end. Voters looking for Republican leaders want to see independence and medal. They will not be impressed by the sight of yes-men and flatterers flocking to Mar-a-Lago. And as you could probably predict, this hit a nerve with Donald Trump. In a blistering, scathing written statement that Trump issued today, he said, quote, Paul Ryan has been a curse to the Republican Party. He has no clue as to what needs to be done for our country was a weak and ineffective leader and spends all of his time fighting Republicans as opposed to Democrats who are destroying our country. This is what the former president of the United States is spending his time on, but it is instructive here because Donald Trump, yes, he is never one to let a slight go by unchecked, but this kind of blistering pushback on a former House speaker giving a political speech to the Reagan Library indicates to me that Trump is a little nervous, that while he knows he is currently the one with the grip on the modern-day Republican Party, that it is in his mold, in his image, it is his Trump base that is the life force inside the Republican Party, that if he doesn't defend that turf every single day, it could slip away, that he understands there is a countervailing force, currently a smaller one, that still exists in the Republican Party trying to find a way to keep Trumpism at bay. And this is Donald Trump showing up and really trying to defend his turf. Doth protest too much. He's not one sitting confident that he has redefined the Republican Party in perpetuity. This is the statement of someone nervous that others may chip away at what he put together, and he's pushing back hard. And finally today... Vice President Harris made some history as the first woman to ever give the commencement speech at the United States Naval Academy when she addressed the 2021 graduating class today. Harris touched on some of the biggest threats to the nation and its armed forces, including the pandemic, cybersecurity challenges, and climate change. The global pandemic, you see, of course, has accelerated what was happening before and it has accelerated our world into a new era. Our world is interconnected. Our world is interdependent. And our world is fragile. According to the White House, this is Vice President Harris's first broad speech focused on the military and the threats that the country faces today. As you may know, the president and the vice president do deliver commencement speeches at at least one of the service academies each year on a rotating basis. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And one more thing. I wanted to take a minute and recommend a new podcast from my friend and CNN colleague, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. It's called Chasing Life, and it's all about slowing down and making mindful choices that prioritize your health and your well-being. So if you think you could use a little break from this nonstop news cycle and need a little self-care, I highly recommend listening to Chasing Life. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. The CNN Political Briefing is a production of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is the executive producer, and Haley Thomas is the senior news producer. 
Our episodes are produced by Will Cadigan, Mimi Mutesa, and Emmanuel Johnson, and engineered by Francisco Monroy and Dan DeZula. We're off on Monday for Memorial Day. We'll be back on Tuesday. Wishing you and yours a very happy, relaxing, and meaningful Memorial Day weekend. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.